Ah, tech problems. Can't live with them. Hate them. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021, and this is episode number 372. Barry on Deck is always Barry on Deck, brought to you by the AP Law Group. If you have been injured in an accident, do yourself a favor, do yourself a solid. Do not get bullied by these insurance companies out here. If you get in a wreck, man, I'm going to tell you right now, no one cares about you except the AP Law Group. Those other insurance companies, they don't care about you, man. Call them, 713-913-GO-AP. Yeah, I am late as fuck, John Wessling. this show starts. Not a good start to the day. Let me explain to you what happens here. Tried to go live. If I don't do every little tick box, there's like a hundred different settings I have to do to go live on both Facebook and YouTube. And if I miss one thing, it throws it all off. And I missed one. So when I went live, it went live on a new video on YouTube for absolutely no reason whatsoever. So if you're over there on that video, you're you're on the wrong video. Um, hopefully, you find your way back here. Uh, some people will inevitably go over there and claim first. That is not a thing. All right, but at least we're live on the right one. I think we're live on Facebook now. I think it shows live. Okay, we're good. I think we're good on both. Facebook is up and running. Um, if you have want to leave a comment over there, just let me know it's working. That would be great. Otherwise, hey, what's up? Hope you had a great weekend. I had an interesting weekend. Busy. Perry said, glad you're here today. I got to work the whole week. Much appreciated. Well, listen, let's talk about schedules, folks. And we're going to, we got a lot to get to. It looks like my mic is a little hot here. We have a lot to get to. What's up, Christopher Reyes? Now on Facebook. Thank you for leaving a comment. Thank you for being the one viewer over there every day. Uh, I guess I should market it better or figure out how to market it better on Facebook. I just don't. I don't know. I don't share it. Um, so let's get to it. Actually, let's start. Let's start with the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. We got to give props to our peoples. Uh, and then we'll get into programming notes for the week. We'll get into what happened over the weekend with me. We'll talk NFL week 11. Uh, we're going to talk Major League Baseball Hall of Fame 2022 ballot is out. 13 first timers on there. I'll tell you who I think is going to win uh, or get voted in on their first try. And I think there will be at least one. Uh, we'll talk some MLB. We'll talk some uh, NBA. Was this was this Isaiah Stewart, LeBron James dust-up necessary? Uh, was it a cheap shot by LeBron? I've got the video. We'll break that down. 
Plus, plus, working on a new logo. Oh, Scott, what's up, buddy? Thanks for being over there on Facebook. I like it here. Reyes is a great mod. No, we're not. We're not. No, we're not making. No, we're not making the rebel of the group. The the no, no. Um, but we got to talk too because I have commissioned a designer to create a new logo for Barry on deck. And uh, we'll get to that as well. No, the merch isn't changing right away. I don't even know if I'm going to use these. But we'll uh, we'll get into all of that. But right now we've got to get to the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. World, 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 world. I don't know why I'm leaning back. I could just get quieter. Anyways, uh, folks. My man, the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Pro is with us, wishing us a happy Monday. He got in early. My dog, my dude, thank you for being here first, Joe Pro. Sorry for the wait. And uh, yeah, thank you, buddy. Joe Pro, first in, first like, first super chat, first in the chat, triple crown, Jeff Bell, put it down, write it down. Joe Pro with the triple crown. Let's go, folks. I uh, I appreciate you, um, Joe Pro, very much for being in early. As I do appreciate all of you for getting here early. Let's acknowledge the chat. The chat. John Dory was second. Wallace was third. Keith Sager was fourth. And Justin Swinford was in the top five. There you go. CC, greetings from stupid Kansas City. We love you, boo-boo. That was a tough luck loss. I'm sorry. I believe your Cowboys will bounce back. I still believe in them. They cost me $6 in gambling, but that's okay because I'm made of money. Ah, Heartthrob is here. Philip Bernard in the building. Uriel Villanueva, Rudolph Rodriguez with the message of the century. Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. D-Mod is here. Saw your hat on TV, CC, but not your face. Well, that's not. Now you're just being mean. Uh, Air J. Bryan's in the building. What's up, homie? Francisco, hi from hi, buddy. Driving back with the girls. All right, I'll try not to curse a whole lot. Girls, cover your ears. Uncle Barry says naughty words, all right? He says words like, nope. Uh, what's up, Alex Villanueva? He says, congrats uh, if your NFL team scored more than nine points in one. Uh-huh. Uh, now, see, listen, Texans fan, let's not start talking shit after you win two games, okay? We're going to get into that. Save it, save it, save it for the NFL discussion. What's up, Walt and Marty and Matt? And Justin Swinford, Eric Resendez, Alan Denson, Lisa, the real, real. What's up, girl? Um, who else is in here? Christopher Reyes showed up. Uh, I got the Mata already. Did I missed a line here. I did. Yes. Clarence, what's up, dude? It was good to see Clarence out at Kobo's on Friday. That was fun. We'll talk about that. Jen, what's up, girly girl? I didn't do any of my homework, Jen. I owe you, though. I will be uh, I will be diligently working on that. I did get some. I, I talked to Abigail. We'll catch up. Uh, White Magic, what's up? Rev House. Hey, House, I have a favor, buddy. I need you to send me your controller settings for um, Warzone and stuff. I mean, my controller settings are all off because I had to reboot and reload everything. So, like, I'm out here trying to quick scope and my, I'm, I'm missing everything because I don't think my settings are right. And I'm pretty sure we were all pretty close to the same settings. So, Send me all your controller settings. You're a peach. Uh, who else is here? Scott Hansa. Fidel, what's up, Shouty? Perry Jones is here. Ray, what's up, homie? I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you on Thanksgiving, my friend. I'm looking forward to it. Bring some whiskey. We'll get shit faced here in the living room when I get home. Awake Reaper is here, and Nick Amboa and John Wesling telling me I'm tardy. Go suck it. 
Uh, John's always mean on sports, right? He's like, all right, boys. It's 10.01. It's 7.01. Let's go. I'm like, just a goddamn minute. The stream don't start until we start. It's not late because if we're not here. 2 o'clock is a suggestion. 10 o'clock, 7 o'clock, it's all suggestions. What's up, Marty? Brandon. Yeah, no shave November, Brandon. Oh, wrong way. Soak it up, baby. Yeah, okay. Listen, we're going to roast my face at the end of the month. That's why I'm growing it out. And then what I'm going to do is, just like we did last year. What's up, Scott Hansa? Uh And Donna, my sweet, sweet Donna. It's so good to have you back. Um, no, you did not get the job, Robert Likes Beer. You're not the designer I hired. Okay, not not doing that. Um, so, yes, we are roasting my face again. Last year, I grew out this awful beard. And this year, I the last year, I dyed it. This year, I'm not dying it. I'm just letting it go as is. I mean, I'm cleaning it up like right in here and kind of around the edges a little bit. Not that you can tell it has edges, but I'm going to let you guys roast my face again. It's $5 per roast joke. You send in your roast jokes. I read them. I can't respond. I can't rebuttal. None of that. And then I take all that money and donate it to a veteran's cause. Last year, we donated it to the Lone Survivor Foundation probably do that again because I was able to find a company to match our donation. Last year, you guys sent in $750 worth of roast jokes. Do you know how many roast jokes that is? At five bucks a pop, you sent in $750 worth of roast jokes. And then I took that money and donated it to Lone Survivor and a company out there, a mortgage company, was was matching all donations in the month of November. So we were able to do $1,500 just like that. <laughs> So we've got a lot to live up to. It's so itchy. We got a lot to live up to. Yeah, it is bad, Richard. Oh, it's so bad. The silver fox. Thank you. It's so bad. I hate it. What you gonna do? This is what I'm stuck with. So, uh, all right, let's get to it. Let's get to the show. Um, what was I gonna tell you guys? I was gonna open with something. Ah, oh, now the logo thing. All right, let's get to the sports. Let's get to headlines. Dan Mullen has been fired at Florida. Shock. Florida trying to hold people accountable, saying they expect to be. Let me tell you what. The best job and the worst job in, in, in college football is in the SEC. With the likes of Bama and, and some of the turnover and everybody everything else, like it, it, it becomes an issue for, uh, oh, yeah, I, I do. I got a, the schedule. Thank you, Clarence. See, this is why I need producers. Uh, you were going to do the schedule for the week. And then you guys wouldn't have known that. I could have just been like, oh, that's right. Uh, but Dan Mullen, listen, it is tough being a coach in college football, much less. But the SEC, Dan Mullen was the the man, you know, like this was stepping stones, Mississippi State, on to Florida. Next thing you know, he's probably going to be at LSU. Nope. LSU gone. So uh, Dan Mullen unable to live up to expectations in Florida. And I get it, but here's the problem. It's kind of unfair to expect Programs like Florida and AM and even, you know, like the old misses of the world, all of these second tiers behind basically Bama and I, I wouldn't even say LSU, but they've shit the bed. It is really difficult to win in the SEC. So you, t- you take the job knowing you're probably going to get fired if you don't win an SEC championship or a national championship. 
Um, OSU, Ohio State, big win over Michigan State this weekend. They jumped to number two in the AP poll. We'll see what happens on Tuesday in the college football poll. Since he gets a nice win as well over SMU, um, not the same as winning against number seven Michigan State, but keeps their season undefeated. SMU was a ranked football team at one point, at one point until the Cougs put that ass whooping on them. And by ass whooping, I mean uh, returns kick for a touchdown to finish the game with no time left or very little. So, um, yeah, ass whooping maybe was a little tough. But since he was another big win, still rolling and undefeated, I suspect with Oregon losing and, um, I mean, look, Oregon drops. This should, since he should be in the top four in the college football playoffs, and I'm going to tell you right now, folks, you heard it here first. If Cincinnati is not four in the college football playoff rankings this week, they don't want them in the college football playoffs, period. They have done nothing but play their schedule, go undefeated, beat the teams they're supposed to beat. They have a win over a ranked team. They deserve to be up there right now. And if they're not, it's because they don't want them in the college football playoffs. It would, you know, the sponsors don't want it. They don't want it. And it's bullshit. Just keep that in mind. Because they deserve to be there. What they do the rest of the season and how they perform is up to them. Yeah, congratulations to your UTSA fighting Roadrunners. Is it? UTSA moving up the ranking still undefeated. Eric Racina says best job open is USC. Ooh, I don't know about that. Florida is a recruiting hotbed. SEC. Florida is a really good job to have. LSU is a really good job to have. Yes, USC is a really good job to have. But dude... Think about this, Eric. When you're recruiting, yeah, you can recruit on the West Coast and all of those fun things. College sometimes is location, location, location. USC's in Compton, California. I mean, if you're going to go anywhere in, in L.A., it's going to be UCLA. Um, but look, man, there's a lot of good jobs out there. A lot of good jobs out there. We'll see what happens at UT. Is Sark going to be gone? I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. I think the boosters are showing love, but damn. What are they, four and six now? UT is a shamockery right now. So, yeah, I'd say LSU, then Florida, then USC in that order, Perry. I, I mean, USC's up there. It's one of the top three, but it is not the number one best open job right now, I don't believe. I think you can still recruit it. I mean, obviously, you can still recruit at LSU. So, okay, CC says Florida, LSU. Um, USC. I, I think LSU is probably the more desirable job. You can recruit in Texas. You can recruit in LSU. You can still recruit in Florida. Not that you can't do that in Florida. Um, but you know, I think a lot of people still respect the name, the cachet that LSU carries. I don't know if that's the same thing with Florida post urban Meyer and Tebow and everything else. It's just too many years have passed. Uh, but those are definitely the top three jobs that are open right now. Uh, the Kings have fired Luke Walton. The Sacramento Kings have fired Luke Walton, named Alvin Gentry their interim coach. So there you go. There's your Kings basketball update for the year. Sources are saying Rob Gronkowski is going to play tonight, barring a setback, and I put that there selfishly because he's on my fantasy team, people, and I need 20 points to go 2-0 this week in fantasy. So if he doesn't play, then I'm not going to curse. 
Sources are also saying that the Green Bay Packers have lost starting uh, offensive lineman Elton Jenkins to a torn ACL, who was backing up Bakhtiari, who has been out with an ACL injury. Man, the Packers line right now seems like it's in shambles. Bakhtiari, they're not sure exactly when they're going to get him back. They're hoping soon. If it's this week, they're, boy, they dodged a bullet, but they may be down to their third string left tackle. Not good. Uh, And then the Red Sox have exercised Joey Cora's options for 2023 and 2024. So there's your sports headlines of the day. I need like a, let's get to the headlines. Yeah, here's your sports headlines. And then I'd be like, yeah, Dan Mullen was fired. And then when I'm done, I'm going to be like, that's sports headlines. Sports headlines. Maybe I'll just do that. Maybe I'll just be like, here's your sports headlines. I don't know. I need a, I need a bunch of intros. I need a bunch of production stuff. I need to put these goddamn cats to work. Make them make video stuff for me. Are we still live on Facebook? I see Reyes is still. Oh, bury that shirt. Ah, you like that shirt, Sleazy? Hold on. Let me. Uh, oh, look at that. What? Kirsten. It's purple, too, right? Did everybody pick that up? But see, it's got all the differences like Clutch City, Screwston. Um, I don't know what that says. Oh, I don't, I don't know what that one. I don't know. Wooston. Okay, Hustle Town, Space City, uh, HTX, H Town. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like this shirt. It's 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 per, it's pretty dope. And I I don't want to brag, folks. No one asked for a shoe check, but I'm giving you uh, a a um, self prescribed shoe check today. Cause you know when you rock the purple Houston shirt, he shows you no love. Who shows me no love? What? When you rock the purple Houston shirt, folks, <clears throat> you also have to rock. Aha! Oh, snap! The purple HOU custom, well, not custom, Screwston Nike Air Maxes. What? They even got the HOU in the, in the heel. Folks, these are these are some of my favorite shoes. I don't even wear them all that much. They're not the most comfortable shoes in the world. Uh, but this is what you rock when you wear this shirt. <laughs> Scott said, outfit of the day segment needed. Er day. Well, I mean, some days I don't give a shit, Scott. Some days, what's up, Jesus? Some days I don't give a shit about the outfit of the day. Some days I'm like, man, fuck it. I'm, on, I'm wearing my pajamas and some fucking... Slippers. Uh, excuse the language. I'm trying not to curse. It's natural habit. Okay, let's talk about the schedule for Burial Deck this week, folks. We have, uh, it is Thanksgiving week, and uh, I'm not going to be doing a lot of shows this week. Today and tomorrow, that's it. I'm taking Wednesday off. I'm taking Thursday off, ofs, and I will be taking Friday off. Now, I'm still going to film the TV show on Friday, but Nora is off on Friday. So I'm going to try to get her to go to lunch with me, go down to the studio, do the taping, and then we'll see what happens. Um, But I am, uh, so no shows Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. I am going to take the opportunity to get a little R&R. 
So today and tomorrow. Tomorrow I have a guest on the show. I tried to get big angry uh, Charles Adams on the show today to talk about the Rittenhouse case, get his thoughts from a legal and law perspective of how he thought the trial was run because I have my own thoughts and opinions on it, and I'll just leave that out of this show. But I wanted to get a guy who was a judge and a lawyer and a cop, all three of those. I wanted to get his opinion on that. Uh, so he's unable to join me today, and tomorrow I have a guest. So since we're no more shows this week, I'm going to try to get big angry on the show next week to talk a little bit we'll spend 10 15 minutes we won't belabor the point maybe he can answer some questions in the chat but uh yeah there you go now uh tomorrow my guest is uh my co-host on houston sports show which you can see every saturday at 10 p.m on cw 39 right here in houston texas and online just go to cw39.com i think i don't know what the website is but you can watch it online if you don't live in houston or don't have cable or whatever um but yeah, my co-host Rachel Valarane is going to be joining me tomorrow in hour number two. Just kicking off the I'm going to, easy show prep. I got to prep for an hour. Rachel hops in for an hour, and then I call it a week. I'm cruising, folks. I'm 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 Cadillac, and I'm and I'm digging that. So uh, yeah, appreciate you, Terrence. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you said big hangry. No, big angry Charles Adams. Uh, I'm sorry to make you sad, AJB. No, no, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm disappointing some of you. I feel like I'm disappointing some of you. Now, let's talk about oh, this raggedy-ass beard. Let's talk about, um, I got to go to Kobo's on Friday after my TV taping and had a great time. Got to see Clarence. Uh, got to see Pink Valkyrie. Got to see Gregory Vega Jr. Uh, got to see Ivan. Um, got to see a lot of folks. Got to see Chewy, who never visits this show, but he was there. What's up, David? How are you, buddy? So I got to see a lot of folks at uh, at uh, Kobo's. And I got to say, Kobo's place looks great. It was awesome. And I'm sorry I missed a lot of you that showed up early. But, you know, did the show. Did Barry on deck from 11 to 1. TV taping from 3 to 5. 30-ish. Then Kobo. So, what's, hello, Sid. So, uh, but Kobo's, man, happy for my guy. Uh, couldn't be prouder of him and what he's building over there. And if you haven't had a chance, get out there. Uh, but it was great, man. Me and Pink Valkyrie and Ivan sat around drinking beers. Clarence showed up. Got to meet Black Swan. Had never met her before. She's on Twitter. And yeah, it was cool, man. I really enjoyed it and had a great time. Now, I also, oh, Cadillac Laminac. I, uh, I also was able to do some play-by-play -play of uh, some boxing matches. I was invited out to the Battle of the Badges on Galveston Island at the San Luis Resort. For the 12th annual Battle of the Badges, it's firefighters versus cops or cops versus firefighters. And uh, they they fight. It's boxing. It's U.S. ABA, U.S. Amateur Boxing Association sanctioned the bouts. It's three one-minute rounds. You get a cop in the blue corner and a firefighter in the red corner. And they come out and they box. And uh, they asked me to do the play-by-play. -play. It wasn't live. It'll be It'll air. On New Do TV, not Nude, New Do. I know how you guys are. N U D U TV. I don't know if it's just online only. I don't know what. The, I know it's not like a station. I don't think. Uh, but then they're also selling the videos to folks that want to buy them. So there, that's how you can see it. But I had a good time. It was wild. Uh, Six thousand people in attendance. Uh, Fourteen boxing matches. Three minute rounds craziness um just a big cesspool of COVID. i'm sure 
But I had a good time doing that as well, so that was fun. So if you're into that kind of thing. I told some of the stories on Sports Riot. I won't retell them. I don't feel like this is the appropriate time to do that. Uh, it was actually a tie. Seven fights each. Cops won seven, and the firefighters won seven. So it was seven to seven. No decisive winner in the cops versus firefighters. Uh, a lot of folks took it real serious. Some folks didn't take it serious. But you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Sports Riot Live. In hour number one of our show on Sunday, I told you all of the... I regaled you with the stories of my boxing matches, so there you go. Now, I also... Um, what else was I going to say? I forget now. Okay, let's just move on. Let's do some... Uh, let's do some other sports. Let me check the rundown here. Oh, I got to say thank you to Donna. And I got to say thank you to Keith Sager. Because both of them, after the show... Not a COVID cough. Both of them, after the show were kind enough on $5 Friday to send me a $5 Friday from Keith on PayPal. And Donna sent me a $10 $5 Friday on Venmo. And I appreciate you both. Thank you for your generosity. I did not forget. And I thank you sincerely. And I thank all of you that send those in. It's not necessary. It's uh, appreciated, though, uh, immensely. More than you know. Now, I want to get to, we're going to do an NFL Week 11 recap. And that's going to be, we've got plenty of time to do that. Let's start with, uh, let's start with your Houston Texans. And we're going to get into the LeBron dirty play probably in hour number two. I don't want to not talk NFL football Week 11 in hour number one. But we'll talk about LeBron James. Uh, We'll talk about Draymond Green with a quote that kind of, kind of made me angry. And it probably should not have made me angry. Um, but, but it did a little, little bit. So we'll, uh, we'll get into that as well, but let's, let's go ahead and start breaking down. Zoom out. Let's go ahead and start breaking down. <laughs> CC no Barry, please skip the NFL recap, please, please, please. Uh, I know CC I'm sorry, sweetie, but if we're going to have to do, you know, if we're going to do it when they win, we got to do it when they lose. Speaking of losing. The Texans did not lose. I wish Titan Hugo was here so I could tell him to suck it. I told you guys the Titans suck. I told you that they were going to tank. I, I knew it. I, I didn't pick them to, to lose. I, I picked the Titans to win. But I just kind of knew. I kind of knew. I kind of knew. Titans were going to be in trouble without Derrick Henry. But folks, uh, your team, your hometown uh, 22. The Houston Texans go out on the road and get a huge, huge. This was not a big win. And I know if Jerome was here, he would scream at me. This is is a good team. This two and eight. This was big. This was not good. And he would disagree with me vehemently about what I'm about to say. And I don't give a shit because he can talk about it on Jerome on deck. And I'm sure others are going to disagree with me, and I don't give a shit. Talk about it on your show on deck. But the fact of the matter is, this is the worst thing that could have happened to this team. They are now tied with three other, two other teams with two wins in football. At this point, we know how shitty this football team is. Beating the Titans on a row with no Derrick Henry on a sloppy track where you know they're going to try to throw the football, and Tyrod Taylor goes out. Boy, he's a he's a proven winner. He had 107 yards pass. This is still a bad football team. They need draft picks. I don't need this team out here winning right now. 
I have resigned myself to the fact that this team is going to be ass all year. I need them to be ass all year so that Nick Casario can do whatever Nick Casario's magic is going to be in drafting. I don't need them drafting five or six or seven. I need this team to have the number one or the number two pick in the draft. That's what I need right now. Because when they get these draft picks with Deshaun Watson, and if they do it all right, this team in three or four years will be ready to go. They will be the cream of the crop in the AFC South. But right now is not the time to be going four and 12 or four and 13 again, dumbasses. Tank! Yes, I'm saying it, tank! Why are you out here winning? I mean, they tried. If you look at the zoom out, if you... <laughs> Where's my thing here? Zoom out. If you look at the box score, hell, they tried to lose. Tyrod Taylor with 107 yards passing. Combined, they rushed for 83 yards. I mean, the Titans were better offensively. Uh, they were. The problem was they were even really better defensively. The problem was when you look at, I mean, the big key here was turnovers. Let's be real. And the big key here was Ryan Tannehill. And his four interceptions. And you can, you know, we, what do we want to say? Was it, uh, was it the rain? Was it good defense? I don't know if it was the rain or good defense. I don't know what it was. All I know is the Texans aren't this good and the Titans aren't this bad. But four interceptions, you can't give up four possessions. Um, what was the, uh, what the hell here? What was the overall turnovers? Let me go. Let me go over here. Let me go team stats. That'll have turnovers right here. Five turnovers. You can't give the ball away five times in the NFL. I don't care who you're playing. If you take away five chances for you to score and you give a, the other team, even a raggedy ass team like the Houston Texans, five chances to score, even if they're just out there kicking field goals and convert on three of five of those, you're spotting them nine points. Oh, guess what? This was won by nine points. Oh, what? What? Listen, it, it wants a tank for who? I don't know who to pick for the Texans. That kid out of Oregon is the clear-cut number one, according to most folks. I forget his name. It's, like, it's, it's got an X in it. I, I don't know. It's Barry's fault that the Texans won. Why? Because I picked the Titans? I know. I know. I know. I should have picked the Texans. Like I said, I was going to. <laughs> wow. Alex Villanueva said, Herbert rushed for almost the same amount of yardage that Tyrod Taylor threw for. What's up, Christy? Good to see you, sweetie. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it should have been six more. Fairbairn missed two of those. That's why I said, if you turn the ball over five times and they only convert three of those into points, even a bad team like the Texans, only converts those into three field goals, which is what they did. Thibodeau, that's his name. I knew how to accent. I knew it was some Cajun ass name. I don't need this team squandering opportunities to get better. And and when you're out here winning football games, ten games into the season, that's what you're doing. If you're one and eight, be one and eight. Be a one and eight football team the rest of the year. You know, if you go if you go four and five to start the season or five and four, hey, you fight like the Dickens to make the playoffs. I get it. But if you start one and eight, guess what? You're a one and eight football team. You're a you're a two and fifteen 
a three and 14 football team. Be that. You go out there and you get that high draft pick. Ain't nobody going to begrudge you. You think all of a sudden, you think that win is bringing the people back now? They're like, oh, well, Jack Easterby's not an asshole. Cal's not an idiot. And this team doesn't suck now. Nope. That's not how that works in one week. Now you just got people to go, huh? They, 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 they won. Oh, okay. Well, congrats. Wait until, wait until they lose the rest of these games and that'll all go away. Zoom out. So while a lot of people are thrilled, I guess, that the Texans won, not me. I wanted them to lose. I want them to lose. Am I asking them to tank? Yes, folks. I'm asking them to tank. At this point, what's the point? Yeah, Nick said they still play the uh, the Jets and the Jags again. If they win those games, let me tell you something. Oh, no, wait. What are we doing? Why is that playing? What the hell? If they win those games, if they win another game, I'm going to be so pissed. Like, what are you, like, just, I just need you to go. You're, you, you're, you hold the destiny in your hands, Texans. You literally could wrap up the number two pick by just losing those two games. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go out and lose the rest. Go out and lose those two games. All right, let's get to the rest of week 11. Enough about your Houston Texans. But I, I made the point on Twitter, and I think some people are like, oh, you got recency bias or whatever. I feel like, let me hide my bookmark bar here because you guys get weird with it. Uh, I feel like this has been a weird year for upsets. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I just kind of feel like this has been a, a lot of these underdog teams or a lot of these teams that aren't supposed to be winning have been winning here and there, and there's been a lot of, un, uh, you know, under or, or I should say yeah underdogs not just covering but winning so pretty crazy year in NFL football if you ask me uh PP dub said 90% of the guys playing won't be on the team for next year's pick they're playing for money next year yeah I know I just need them to calm down and don't play that good for money I feel like Vrabel was mad at Cully at the end of the game I saw that too Brandon Hannon that's a great point it looked like he was screaming at somebody because they let the time run out on the punt. And I thought, oh, <laughs> oh no, Mike Vrabel, you can suck it, homie. You're the world's worst at that bullshit. You remember the game against the, the Patriots when they let the time run out and then they let the time run out again and the NFL had to make a new rule that you can't do that anymore because Mike Vrabel was a jerk and was skirting the rules. Sorry, big boy. Yeah, sucks, don't it? Sucks when it's your end, when you're on the other end of it. I I don't feel for you. I don't feel bad for you, Mike Vrabel. You're the world's worst at running out the clock and being a dick about it. So, mm, how did that taste? I don't care. He's still a good football coach, though. Do we get a free jumbo, Jack? Because the Texans won? <sighs> Hardly seems worth it. Really? It, 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 I, would you trade a jumbo, Jack, for the number two pick? I don't think the Lions are winning the game, folks. Much less two to three more. So now you're fighting for the second pick in the draft. Which, by the way, who would that be? Uh, Walt makes a really good point. Let's see. Uh, what is it called when they do their NFL? Oh, mock draft. 2022 mock draft. Let's just see what exists out there. Oh, we do have a mock draft. Believe it or not. Here you go. Zoom out. Here you go. Here's your uh, here's your NFL early round mock draft. 
Kayvon Thibodeau is your number one pick. He's a yeah. I watched him play in one game, and it was pretty damn impressive. They say the Jets will get Evan Neal, an offensive lineman from Bama. Akeem Ikwonu will go to the Jags, and Matt Coral. Oh, yeah. There's your there's your replacement for Deshaun Watson. Old Mrs. Matt Coral. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't mind them getting Stingley. I wouldn't mind them getting a defensive end. I wouldn't mind them getting us. I wouldn't mind them getting better defensively. But uh, yeah, there's your there's your mock draft right there. Right now, they have the Texans picking fourth. Look at that Giants getting six and seven. Lucky Giants fans. Okay. All right, let's get back to uh let's get back to the uh zoom out. Let's get back to the, the box scores here. So not only do the Titans lose, but the Colts lose. And uh it doesn't necessarily create a, a huge vacuum uh in the in the AFC South, but eight and three and five and six is a lot different than eight and three and six and five. Now, I will say that Tennessee, much easier schedule left to go. But I tell you what, one thing to notice here, that little plus minus differential is slowly creeping down for the Titans because of their loss of Derrick Henry. Colts have won three in a row. They are a plus 64. A lot of folks to tell you, man, wins in the Colts not looking bad. You got to remember, they started 0-3, lost to the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Titans. Seahawks are garbage. We know that. Rams are decent. Titans are good. Colts really have don't have a lot of solid wins until they beat the Bills. They beat the Dolphins, the Texans, the Niners, the Jets, and the Jags. But then they roll out, they go out and beat the Bills, and that's got to make you somewhat of a believer because their losses were the Titans, the Ravens, the Titans, the Rams, and the Seahawks. So they lost to good teams, Sands, the Seahawks, and beat the bad teams. So what does that mean? Well, Buffalo hasn't been playing great. As of late, excuse me, give up that defense, supposedly the best defense in football, gives up 41 to Carson Wentz, Jonathan Taylor, and the Colts. But Colts still have the Bucks, Texans, Patriots, Cardinals, Raiders, and Jags. That is a damn tough schedule down the stretch. They'll win, they'll win two of those games. They're gonna definitely beat the Texans and the Jags, but Bucks, Patriots, Cards, Raiders is a really, really difficult uh down the stretch uh schedule. In comparison, Titans have the Patriots, the Jags, Steelers, Niners, Dolphins, and Texans. So the Patriots are definitely at least getting three more wins. Excuse me, the Titans are definitely getting at least three more wins. So Colts will have their work cut out for them if they're going to win the division. Uh, But that's a good stepping stone yesterday. Getting a, I mean, we thought the Titans were just going to absolutely roll the Texans, and that didn't happen. So I still think it's the Titans division to lose, but now it's a lot more interesting. Now it's a lot more interesting uh, in the AFC South all of a sudden. So good for the Colts and Jonathan Taylor just running his ass off. Uh, Early on when I watched the Colts play, I was impressed with him and he's just picked up where he left off five touchdowns uh, yesterday to beat the Bills. Boy, Bills just absolutely struggle busting it. Mr. Excuse me, John Allen, Josh Allen throws for 209 yards, two interceptions. Um, 
Rushing wise, they don't even manage 100 yards. And if you only see Josh Allen going for two carries for 18 yards, something's wrong with that offense. Something is definitely wrong with that offense. Taylor, on the other hand, 32 carries, 185 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Hulls in three catches for 19 yards and a touchdown. Right now, Jonathan Taylor is the Christian McCaffrey of the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, this dude is balling out right now. So that's a big, big win for Indy. Let's get through some other games. That was a divisional game and a big upset, but uh, we'll, we'll roll through some others. Ravens get by without uh, Lamar Jackson. They do get a win. Uh, 16 to 13. It was ugly, but it's a win, and that's really all that matters. Perry said, Hey, Truman, I bet the house on the Cowboys plus two and a half. Can I come live with you in the mansion? <sighs> We're going to get to that. All right. We're going to get to that. Don't worry. This is why you only, this is why you don't bet on one. But yeah, I made money this weekend. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, Lions and Browns. Browns. <laughs> Eke out a victory over the Lions. Score 13 in the first half and don't score again. Uh, but Browns, they the, the Browns and Browns. The Browns not looking great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Jen. But Baker Mayfield is broken right now. I don't know what to think about this offense. It's bad. You can only get muster 13 against the Lions. Don't hate me, Jen. That's just the facts and the truth, man. Uh, Vikings with a big, big home win versus a, um, a, a broken, not broken, a wounded Aaron Rodgers. He's got a bad wheel, toes all jacked up, still able to put up 31, but Vikings controversial, I guess, uh, was it pass interference interception call, uh, towards the end Vikings still able to get a victory, a much needed victory. Uh, pulling themselves to 500. But that's a big win for them. 34-31, they beat the Packers. Uh, you like that? Kirk Cousins, 341, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Aaron Rodgers. If you told me Aaron Rodgers would go for 385, 4-0 and, and still not win, that's tough sledding right there if you're a Packers fan. I'm going to text my boy Joel and see how he's doing. Perry said, just tell me your address. No, 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 no. No, I'm not skipping it, CC. We got to talk about it. Got to talk about it. Um, You can see who making the wild card. The Colts? Okay. I thought you meant the Texans at first. I was like, son, you are out of your damn mind. Uh, let's get back to these box scores. Dolphins beat the Jets 24-17 in the We Suck Bowl. No one cares. Eagles beat the Saints. This one shocked me uh, as much as the Colts and Bills and Texans and Titans. No reason. I guess if you've been paying attention, though, this Eagles offense has been putting up some numbers. And uh, I'm, what, what surprises me is that the Saints and that Saints defense giving up 242 yards rushing to the Eagles. If I'm not mistaken, the Saints were the number one rush defense in the NFL going into this week. Damn. Now, I understand Jalen Hurts is, you know, 70 of those yards. But listen, that's the current NFL. If we're going to brag about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens having an unstoppable rush uh, offense, like, oh, rushing is, you can't. Well, if Lamar Jackson's included in that, he's included in that. If we're going to include Josh Allen, so Jalen Hurts piling on with 70 of his own yards. That shit matters, man. 242 yards on the ground. No Alvin Kamara. 
Saints still rush for 109 yards, 88 from Mark Ingram, doing yeoman's work out there, but just unable to hang with that Philly offense. Defense unable to get off the field, unable to get a stop. Perry said they did the same thing against us last year. Yeah, man, that's... Listen, Jalen Hurts, I don't know what to think. I'll be honest with you. I'm not exactly sure what to think about Jalen Hurts right now. He's getting the job done. Uh, And it doesn't matter if you get the job done through the air or on the ground as long as you're getting the job done. 13 of 24 for 147 yards. But when you can go for 242 and go for 242 against that defense, I wouldn't throw the ball either. Think Titans here, folks. If Derrick Henry can go out and rush for 188 yards on his own, what the hell do you need to throw the ball for? You don't. You don't. You run the ball until they stop it. That's what the that's what the Eagles did here. That's uh, Amos said. That's what happens when you're on the field half the game. Exactly. Got to get off the field. Got to stop the run. And if you can't, I'm willing to bet you time of possession was two to one almost. Let's see team stats. Time of possession. 23 to 37. Okay, not quite two to one, but that's a pretty significant difference in time of possession. Pretty significant. Look at Wallace over here. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's go, Wallace. Man, dump your chest. <laughs> dump your chest, Wallace. That's a good fit. Look, look, Hartob. Go, Fins. I care, damn it. You should care, buddy. That's your team, man. You absolutely should care. Um. All right. What else we got? So I mean, only thing that only thing is, you should maybe be rooting for them to hang on to a top ten pick there. Philip. I mean, if ideally those two teams tie, right? But nonetheless, uh, Washington football team beat the Carolina Panthers. The return of Cam Newton to the starting lineup for the Carolina Panthers results in a big fat L. All the hype. All the touchdown that he scored runs to the center of the field spikes the ball on the panther logo and reveal that l right there on the chest and that's what he took it's you lost to a three and six washington football team yeah heineken beat you i know it's heineke suck it niners beat the jags 30 to 10 still don't know what this niners team is no idea uh, Bengals beat the Raiders 32-13. Really thought the Raiders would hold up better than this. Again, another one of those teams who started out like a house on fire. Three wins in a row. Three decent wins. Ravens, Steelers, Dolphins. That was before we knew the Dolphins were as bad as they are. A couple of tough losses. Bounce back. And here we go again. Now they've lost three in a row to the Giants, the Chiefs, and the Bengals. So... <sighs> Raiders don't know what they want to be, and we don't know what they are at this point. Chiefs beat the Cowboys 19-9. It was not a pretty game. It was not a fun game. It was a game. I need, I expected, not I needed, I expected much more out of this Cowboys offense. And I don't want to hear excuses about them not having... Uh, Cooper and CeeDee Lamb going out. You've got Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard and I forget that tight end's name. Uh, A lot of people blaming Kellen Moore for play calling. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is the reason that that offense got their ass whooped right there. KD's nose. 
The offensive line played like trash yesterday. Absolute garbage. Prescott on the run for his life. No holes to run through. Yeah, O-line was basura. And don't blame the play calls. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Kellen Moore can't go from a genius to a moron in one week. If you'd liked him before and you love this Cowboys offense, put this put the blame squarely on the shoulders uh, to who it belongs, and that was the O-line. It had nothing to do with play calling. Well, you can't you get running and staggering the box. And I don't give a shit. Your offensive philosophy doesn't change in one week, especially against a crap-ass KC defense, and I know they've been playing better. Well, let's not act like this KC defense is world beaters yet. Especially with the offense as potent as the Cowboys has looked. So the fact of the matter is, if you're a Cowboys fan and you want to blame Kellen Moore for this, that's foolish. You need to blame the performance of the O-line. So if you want to blame your O-line coach for not having them ready or whatever, fine. But I watched some of that game. I napped through some of the game. Daddy loves his Sunday naps. Oh, my God. I love nothing, especially with the Texans being as shitty as they are. I love nothing more than doing Sports Riot from 10 to noon. I go get on the couch. I give him a blanket. I eat. I fall asleep during the Texans game. I wake up. It's 3 o'clock game starts. I sit there and doze off and on. Now that I've had my naps, I'm up and I go outside and smoke cigars and watch Sunday Night Football. That's my that's my Sunday. That's my Sunday. Uh, but but what I did watch, that O-line played like absolute trash. Was Zach, uh, t- Dak Prescott sacked five times. That's garbage. Now, the two interceptions don't help, but when you're under duress, uh, or duress, I should say, not duress, um, 82 yards rushing isn't going to get it when you have Pollard and Elliott. <sighs> Elliott didn't even average four yards a carry. Seven carries for 50 yards is pretty decent. Um, But man, it's not a good day for the Cowboys. And I really did. I really loved them going on the road in KC, being a two-point dog. Loved it. Chris Reyes has David Carr numbers. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, We'll talk talk, uh, betting lines and stuff here in just a second. Talk betting lines here in just a second. So there's your Cowboys and last night's game, or excuse me, uh, the other Sunday game, Sunday late game, Cardinals, Seahawks, Cardinals beating the Seahawks, man. I feel, I don't feel bad, but boy, Russ and co are just, they're bad right now. Pete Carroll's probably going to lose his job. It's just, it's bad. He's probably lost that team if we're being honest. Uh, how about my Chargers? Bolt up. Yeah, let's talk about them. We're here with the last game, Brandon. I want this Chargers team to be good, man. I really want to root for this Chargers team. I, I expected great things out of them. Six and four. I'm disappointed at six and four right now. CC said that KC Stadium was loud as fuck. I bet so. But Brandon, tell the truth. You're a Chargers fan. Are you disappointed that this team is six and four or are you good with it? Good win last night. Crazy game. A lot of fun to watch. Great game to sit on the back porch and smoke a cigar and watch football. Drink some whiskey. Loved it. Loved it. 
But you got to be a little disappointed that the Chargers are six and four. Um, also, I love me some Mike Tomlin, my favorite non-football player in the NFL. So I'm disappointed for him. But the Steelers acquitted themselves well. 27 points in the fourth quarter alone. Got gifted a field goal by Staley, which I thought was a stupid call. I said as much on Twitter. I don't like, I don't like the just basically gifting. You're you're tied. It's 37-37. Or at the time it was 34-34. Couple minutes left in the game. And fourth and two on their own 35, I think, maybe. And Staley, their head coach, chooses to... Is it Brandon Staley? Is that his name? I forget his first name. I just know it's Staley. Brandon Staley, yeah. Staley goes for it. And on fourth and two. Now, a lot of people on Twitter were disagreeing with me. I said it was stupid. But you're already in field goal range. You're already gifting the Steelers a field goal. You're giving them three points because they're in range now. If you don't make this. If you make it, cool. You still have a chance to drive down. A lot of people are like, ah, but I trust the defense. I trust this Chargers defense. Well, great. If you trust them, then punt it away. Because they ended up getting a three and out. But the problem was, because you went for it while you were still in field goal range for the Steelers, that three and out resulted in three points for the Steelers. So if you believe in your defense and you think you can get a stop and force a punt, punt the ball, get them out of field goal range where they have no chance of scoring, get the ball back and drive again. But instead now, you got to give up three points, get a touchback, and then start all over again from the 25. But if you punt... Hold them to three and out and get a punt back. You probably have way better field position. None of it made sense to me. People can try to justify it all they want, but in a tie game with less than three minutes, you don't gift the other team three points. I thought it was a stupid play. I thought it was a stupid decision, but at the end of the day, they won. So it doesn't matter and nobody's pissed off about it, but the Chargers could very well be five and five instead of six and four. And that squarely would have been on the shoulders of Brandon Staley in a terrible coaching decision. Terrible coaching decision. Well, I thought this might be the year, to be honest with you, with that defense that they had and Herbert getting rookie of the year and the way he played and Eckler is, is as good as he is. I think the Chargers, are, Walt says, I think the Chargers are a year away from uh, a serious Super Bowl run. They're not quite ready yet. I thought it would be this year, but you're probably right. A little, a little more seasoning, but boy, you feel like they're close if you watch this team. I think they're way better than their record indicates for sure. Um, but this were the this was the particulars of a really fun game last night. Herbert goes 30 of 41 for 382. Just ridiculous. And then decides he's gonna go out and rush for 90. Is that any good? Is that any good? That's pretty good. Deuce Dawn, it's Staley. I don't know what that means, Alex. Are you going to Nola December 2nd, Lego? Oh, is that a What's December say? Is the Cowboys? Are they playing? Let's look at the Chargers uh schedule, shall we? Let's see. Let's see what they've let's see how disappointing this should have been. Loss to the Cowboys is understandable. Cowboys are a really good football team. So you know you can't be disappointed in that loss. Lost to the Ravens and Patriots and Vikings. So they definitely should have beat the Vikings. So we know they should at least be seven and three. That Patriots loss, 27-24, was that on the last second? I forget how that uh, how that ended. Let's go back to the recap. No, they got a garbage touchdown late. 
to get it within 27-24 with less than two minutes on the clock. So, um, field goal put New England up 24-17. So, yeah, that, that game really wasn't as close as the score might indicate. You might think this was a last-second field goal, but it turns out it's not. So, I think this Chargers team um, probably should be 7-3 and three at the very least. They definitely should have beat the Vikings, in my opinion. But there's no shame in losing to the Cowboys uh, or the Ravens or the Patriots this year, to be honest with you. So 7-3, and three, and I would be good with that. I would absolutely be good with that. Let's talk a little football standings here because here's why. Okay, get out of here. Here's your standings. Uh, here's your, let's start in the AFC West since we talked about it. If you're 7-3, and three, if you're the Chargers, you're, you're, there's no reason KC should be leading the AFC West right now. There's just no, as bad as they have played, there's just no reason. Also, if you're a Chargers fan, this this right here, definitely unacceptable. With as good as that defense is, offense is going to have to step up and do their part. KC, though, coming on, 250 points allowed. Let's see, bigger and better things, Perry. Let's see, let's, let's look at KC, what this defense has done the last couple of weeks. 19 to 9, 41 to 14, 13 to 7. That's pretty good. Now, that 13 to 7 was no Aaron Rodgers. Hold the Giants to 17. Eh, that's good. A stout. Give up 27. Hold Washington to 13. Give up 38. So after this beginning, these first four or five games of the season. KC's defense is definitely, maybe I'm not giving them the credit they deserve, but they're definitely playing a lot better. A lot, lot better. Uh, but that's what really has them back in this. Seven and four. Boy, they look bad, and people were saying, have they been figured out, including yours truly? But here they are, right back at the top. Uh, Ravens are seven and three, leading their division. Titans are eight and three, leading their division. And the Patriots... Overtaking the Buffalo Bills, winning five in a row, are seven and four, leading their division. So, ho hum, nothing new there, right? Over in the uh, NFC, Dallas is seven and three, leading their division. Packers are eight and three. Tampa is six and three. Big big game tonight against the Giants, and then the Arizona Cardinals just rolling along, nine and two. Uh, we'll see what the Rams do, but uh, there's your standings. In the NFL. Now, one more thing that we'll do here. Uh, let's see. Zoom out. I'll show you what I did for full disclosure purposes. Zoom out. Here's the Laminator 5000. Here's week 11. And uh, here's what we did. So straight up in week 11 for the Laminator 5000. We went nine and five picking winners straight up. We went 10 and four against the spread and uh, seven and seven over under. So, Perry, when you say you lost on that Dallas game, eh, I did too, buddy. I did too. But I also went uh, nine and four in the other games. And I, I basically, what I did this week was just to see is I risked a single dollar, a unit. You could do $10, you could do $5, whatever you want. But let's just see. Let's just see what it is. So I did a dollar a game, and then I did a little extra uh, for some games that I thought had a little more juice behind them. So I think I had, like you see this highlighted one here. I had Packers-Vikings on the under. I really liked the under on that. That didn't come to fruition, but that's okay. 
I had the Lions and the points. I really like that, so I did five bucks on that. I had the Cowboys and the points, so I did five bucks on that. Um, so those those lose out and that those lose out. So at the end of the day, I think I made like one two units net. Wins a win. If that was a hundred bucks instead of a buck, there you go. Brandon Hannon wanted to know how empty will NRG be for the Chargers Texans day after Christmas. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be pretty ugly, Brandon. I imagine it's going to be pretty ugly. You're going to go? Brandon said, I'll be there. Ugh. So, Perry, you got a new gig, I see? Congratulations. Oh, nice. Congrats, Perry. Yo, let's give it up. Perry got a new gig, man. Good for you, buddy. It's the best feeling in the world. What's up, Jose? Cardinals strong, 9-2. Jose, Cardinals are very strong at 9-2. Very strong. Defensively, offensively, with their key players, without their key players. I don't think the rest... There's two teams that are kind of flying under the radar right now. All we talk about are the Bills. All we talk about are the... The, the Patriots right now, um, you know, the Ravens are getting some love, but the Bucks are not being talked about. The Chiefs have been talked about about how bad they are. The Titans are getting love, and, and, and that's changing. But no one is talking about the Tampa Bay Bucks or the Arizona Cardinals, at least not enough. You better watch out. Those two teams right now are flying under the radar, you feel like, for as good as they are. Paul said Texans strong two and eight on a roll. Stop it, Paul. I will I will kick your butt. I will give you a five minute timeout. You stop this nonsense. Stop this nonsense. Um that's dope, uh, Perry. Good for you, buddy. All right, so what else are we gonna talk about? Let's see here. Um, we're gonna do I don't really need a break. I was normally taking a break by now, but we'll take a break uh when we need it. By the way, I have a um Steven Uzik sent me a weather update. But I'll be damned if I can't figure out how to get the king to work in DaVinci Resolve. They've changed it. And I can't move him down to the bottom left corner because of it. So, so Steven, I'm going to work on it after this show. I'm going to sit down and resolve this goddamn issue. And I will run it tomorrow. And I will make notes. And I will not have this problem again, I hope. So I apologize. I know you did the work. Uh, I will get it done for you. I promise. Is my mic a little low, by the way? I feel like my mic might be a little low. Is it? Maybe? No? Okay. I'll just fuck off. Uh, so much for not curse. <clears throat> Let's talk about this LeBron James cheap shot video. Thank you, Paul. So, oh, Bronny Braun out here. They're playing the Pistons. And... He and Isaiah Stewart are going for a rebound. And LeBron says it slipped, says it was an accident. But I've got an angle for you that maybe you haven't seen. The other angles that they've shown. It looked at first like, you know, when 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 these guys are going for rebounds, they're hooking arms and all this and that, and they're trying to get their arms free. And, you know, you imagine if somebody's got your arm like that and, and it happens to come loose. It, it may pop off like that, right? You're holding an arm. Oh, oh, look. And then so maybe you're trying to justify this for LeBron James. Certainly not a cheap shot or a crybaby. But maybe his arm was hooked and then it just slipped off because of the sweat. And when that happened, bam, he just, oh, my bad. My bad. I'm so sorry. 
That wasn't the case. That wasn't the case at all. Zoom out. Because what we have right here is very clearly LeBron James. Right? Bam! That was intentional. 100% intentional. There's no doubt about this. It was a cheap shot. It was dirty. He should be suspended. He didn't like being boxed out and held right there, being off balance. (sighs) I said, I had my money on Isaiah Stewart. Bro, did you see how many people he got through? It was like watching, uh, what was that old... um, what was that old one where they were uh, the gladiators? It was like watching the gladiator uh, series. What was that called? Not, what, was the, what the hell was it called? Uh, it doesn't matter. It was like Hollywood gladiators or some shit. I don't know. When Nitro and them guys were on there. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? The TV show? I forget the name of it. But they had like Nitro and all these stupid ass names. Dude was getting through. Dude looked like Derrick Henry. Dude was breaking tackles like Derrick Henry. I wish I had that video. I don't have it. All I wanted to point out was very clearly, this is a cheap shot by LeBron James. He looks, bam, 100% did it on purpose. And let me tell you how you also know. The way you know that he did this on purpose, American Gladiators, that's what it was. Thank you. He also did this on purpose because when LeBron does it, watch his face. Watch his face. So if you were to do an accident, you're just like focused on the rebound. Oh, my bad. But what he does is he looks and goes. I mean, come on. I know that seems silly. That seems petty. But that's 100% the truth right there. Watch his face right there. He makes the mm, face. Get Get off me, man. Get off me. That's what he's doing. So it is a cheap shot. It was a cheap shot. LeBron should be suspended. They're going to suspend Isaiah Stewart for his outburst and his adamant behavior to get at LeBron James. If I'm half a basketball, maybe I'd give a little ole. Maybe I'd do a little James Harden defense. Oops, how'd you get past me? (laughs) Sorry, LeBron. Sorry, you got your ass whooped by a no name, comparatively speaking. But I agree, Jose, he should be fine. He should be suspended. But if I were to take money, if if I made you bet right now, Perry, let's assume you still had a house and didn't lose it on Dallas at my... By the way, I did learn a lesson about this, uh, the Laminator 5000. I went 10-4 and four on bets, which is really good. That's two weeks in a row I've gone 10-4. and four. Last two weeks I've gone 20-8. and eight. Suck it. But here's the deal. This is what I learned. I got a little cocky. And was like, oh, 10 and 4 last week. Let's do it again. On Tuesday, I laid all my bets for the week. I think what I'm going to do now is wait till Saturday, get these injury reports, these COVID lists, and all that shit laid out. Because there are some of those that were close that maybe I changed the bet based on injuries or whatnot. So I'll be waiting till Saturday or Sunday morning to place my wagers for week 12. Just stick around for that. He intended to hit him, just not in the face. No, I think he was aiming for the face. I think he hit exactly what he wanted to hit. Sean said he did it on purpose, but probably didn't think it would cut him. Well, that's what happens when you put knuckles on bone. So my thing is this. If I made you guys bet your house, bet the farm, bet your car, 
bet your child's college tuition, whatever it is that's important to you. It could be your Pornhub monthly payments. I don't know what you freaks are into. But if I made you bet that on the punishment for LeBron James, and very simply, simple prop bet, suspension or no suspension, what are you taking? This is it. If you miss, you're homeless. If you miss, your kid's a big, dumb idiot for the rest of his life because he can't, he or she can't go to college. If you miss, you have no car. If you miss, you're broke. Suspension or no suspension? What are you riding? What are you betting on? I don't know. Like, legitimately, if I had to bet my house on the suspension or no suspension, I feel like this could go either way. I feel like the NBA may watch it and be like, boy, we're going to look bad if we don't. But then they were like, it's LA, it's LeBron. Paul said, well, if I miss, I'm not taking this dumb bet. What do you mean? I mean, you have to bet. Paul, that's the thing. You have to bet. So Peepy Dub says, no suspension. Um, damn it, get out of here. Walt says suspension. Fidel says no. Sean says suspended. Chris says no over on Facebook. Thank you, buddy. I got to make a note here. Hold on. I got to fix the, I got to get my Facebook and Twitter or Facebook and YouTube icons done. Social icons. Green screen fix. What else do I need? Oh, uh, headlines. Intro. A greatest deckhead in the history of the world intro. Greatest deckhead intro. So suspension for Stewart, fine for LeBron. Isn't that crazy? You might be dead on ass right there. Which would be absolutely ridiculous that LeBron's the one that draws blood, but he's the one that gets fined and Isaiah Stewart gets suspended. There's no, there's no justice in the NBA. Nick says suspended, but Stewart gets more games. Probably. Jen says suspended. It's early and won't really matter. Good point, Jen. Very good point. Dandy Dan says suspension. Perry Jones says suspension. I guess I could have done a poll. That have made it up. But it, it looks like most of you are rocking suspension. I'd say it's two to one. I'd say a 66% suspension, 33% no suspension. I got to be honest with you. I like the logic of it's early, so it won't matter. One game, he's suspended. I'll probably go suspension, but I'm not feeling good about it. I'm feeling like I might not have a home when this is over with. Oh, my God, that coffee's cold. Ugh. There's nothing worse than cold coffee. Wall says probably two to three games, including this weekend's game against the Pistons. But then he'll appeal and all that bullshit. Has LeBron issued a statement about it? Like, oh, it was an accident? Let's see. LeBron Stewart Pistons. So CBS Sports says predicting LeBron James suspension. History suggests two to three games for closed fist contact. Isaiah Stewart, next time the Pistons play the Lakers. I'm just trying to see as LeBron... Did he give a quote? I, I haven't seen a quote. Um, 
Hot beer is worse. Ooh, what's worse, hot beer or cold coffee? I really hate cold coffee. Like, I hate it, hate it. Like, coffee should be hot or not at all. These these weirdos, these freaks out here drinking iced coffee like my wife. Freak. You weirdo. She's like, I like iced coffee. Like, what are you, a savage? No one drinks cold coffee. If you do, you're weird. Cold coffee is only bad if you aren't expecting it. Okay. Now that's that's a pretty that's a pretty good point. Same thing with beer though. Although I guess, yeah. Sean says I hate coffee in general. Imagine that. Baseball, coffee. Ugh, I hate being adult. All right. Um There was a LeBron suspension. Oh, um Let's see here. Oh, I got my insurance by the way. I was bitching about it on Facebook. Oh, Todd sent me an insurance connect. What's up? My insurance for my house is $1,950 a year. It just went up. My car insurance is $1,750 a year. I feel like that's high. Someone laughed at me. My buddy Jesse Payton was like, you're paying $300 a month for your car and auto insurance? I'm like, okay, Jesse, but you drive an expensive-ass Mercedes and an expensive-ass BMW. Like, I got a Honda and a Nissan, bro. I don't feel like 1750 is necessary. <laughs> Could be wrong. But that seems like a lot. Do we have any insurance people? Any deckheads that are insurance people? Uh, Amos chiming in super late. People catch bows to face every other game. One game tops. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe keep, keep up. Okay. Steven says that seems high. Thank you. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. We'll see. Um, now, okay, so we did that. Let's see. Basketball, LeBron. Oh, real quick. I just, we're not going to belabor the point because we still got to do. Um, oh, God damn, Walt. Well, that's a truck though, right? 2500 a month? Holy shit. Wow. But you guys, this is business stuff. Mine's not business. Mine's just personal use. Well, Chris, see, that's the thing. You drive around for business. Like, I don't do that. And you and Walt both. So I, you guys are excluded. I'm just saying people with regular commuter jobs, right? Just people in like nine to fives. You drive down to the office. You slap a bunch of Karens around. You bitch about your job and you drive home. All right, let's talk about Draymond Green for a second. Then we're going to get off basketball. We'll talk a little. Uh, actually, we'll do a logo thing. We'll do the logo thing. What time is it? 3.30? Yeah, we'll do a little non-sportsy logo stuff. So Draymond Green, by the way, I kind of like these jerseys. Uh, are we all in agreement that these jerseys are kind of dope here? These Warriors jerseys with the little. Okay. Uh, Draymond Green in an interview. says that he has found love and joy for the game again. He says, quote, I have just kind of found that love again. Kind of go through a lot of shit and the love kind of wanes a little bit. But I just found that love and joy for the game and I'm just enjoying playing basketball and controlling what I can control. A point of emphasis for myself this year was simply to control what I could control. 
That means on the court. That means with the referees. That means off the floor. That's just a step in my life, and I think it's shown on the basketball court. Bullshit. Bullshit. Let me tell you what, what Draymond Green is enjoying. Draymond Green is enjoying winning again. Draymond Green is enjoying Steph Curry playing out of his mind. I mean, Steph was always good. Draymond Green is enjoying not being the laughing stock of the NBA when he and Steph were. Draymond Green is enjoying the fact that he can go out and be himself and not be counted on to carry a franchise. This is horseshit. Like, bro, just tell us, hey, man, losing sucks, and I was miserable. But don't tell me you found the love of the game again. All that is nonsense. I'm just trying to control what I control. Let me tell you what. I haven't watched a Warriors game yet this year, but once Christmas rolls around and they're just force-feeding us stuff every goddamn week, and we're having to watch the Warriors again every... ah, Eat these Warriors-Lakers sandwiches. And we're going to see the same old Draymond Green. All this bullshit about, I've centered my chi and aligned my chakras and found my zen and I control what I control and I don't know why he's Italian. It's horseshit. I don't believe you, Draymond. I think you just hate losing. And that's okay. You should. You should. But I'm not buying all this. It just... I've lost the love of the game. Nah, bro, you just you just lost the love of losing. Which nobody loves losing. That's a stupid statement, but get out of here. And they don't have Clay. That's the scary thing. That's what's scary. Bro, Clay Thompson comes back to this team. What? What? And it's gonna take him a while to get back. And it may take him a whole year to get back, but And the NBA done messed around and gave them a couple of decent draft picks too. What? Silliness, boys. Silliness, girls. All right. Let's talk logo for a second here. Now, I, I, me, being Barry Laminac of Barry on Deck fame. Uh, What the hell? UPS store. Why is the UPS store? Hey, Barry, your mailbox is due to be renewed. Bitch, already renewed. Okay, what the fuck is going on here? Sorry, guys, I just looked at my email. What? 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 The? What? In the all fired fuck is going on here? I didn't already renewed my shit. Okay. Uh, so I went out and, um, asked, I went out to a place and I didn't go to Fiverr because Fiverr is the equate of design stuff. And it's good. Like if you're getting started and, and so forth, you can go out and get a logo designed on Fiverr and I've done it before and it's, it's fine. It just depends. You got to really do your research. So I used a new thing called people per hour. 
Um, and here's the background. So when this show started in May of 2020, I was laid off from ESPN Radio. As most of you that are watching this know, a few of you may be popping in and out and aren't clear of what goes on in this show. But I was on ESPN Radio for seven years. By the way, if you're new, subscribe to the channel. We do a lot of, I got big plans in 2022. I'm going to revamp the marketing and the amount of uh, stuff that I put up. Um, but I was laid off from ESPN Radio in May of 2020. And uh, a lot of the folks that are here encouraged me to do my own thing, to start my own show and that they would come and watch it and support it and keep it going. If I did it because they wanted good, fun sports talk radio, not this lame, boring shit that's on your radios. Because let's be real. Sports talk is boring. Sports talk is, is lame unless you have fun with it. But these radio guys can't seem to figure out how to have fun talking sports. So that's where yours truly comes in. Now, when I started this program, I had to have a logo. I had to have a name. Me and my buddy Justin Trapp came up with some ideas. I bounced them off a few other people, and we settled on the name Barry on Deck, which means I'm up next. It's my turn. I was doing radio. I was a slave to the radio man. Barry on Deck was all about me, my turn. I needed a logo. And the logo that I designed, you see these arrows in the back. You see it. Uh, okay, okay, what's going on here? Right there. You can kind of see the arrows there. Um, you see them in some of the slides. You see it on the, uh, when I pop up a thing there, you see the little, the, the, these things. Those are, I call those the moving forward arrows because when I was laid off from radio, I had to keep moving forward. So that's what those arrows symbolized the need to move forward. So that design, the name, I did all that myself. I had some guidance from a buddy of mine who's pretty decent with graphic design and stuff, but it was all in-house. I didn't I didn't hire or pay for a professional. Nick put it on his phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Nick uh, my dude. I got I got one guy out there. By the way, this is what the this is what the logo looks like on a phone. So I made that my background, right? You can clearly see there's the logo. But it wasn't professionally designed or created. Hey, Jose, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, buddy. He said, hell yeah, hit that like, y'all. Time to support. Thank you, buddy. So, I decided to reach out to a designer that I did some due diligence on. She was very highly rated on people per hour. And that is where I have... Um, gone for a logo redesign i thought you know what now that i've that i did it and it's been a year and a half almost two years let's see what a professional would do so i got the results back three ideas what i did is i sent her my her current logo an explanation about what it is like what the logo means what the arrows mean and the moving forward and having been laid off and what barry on deck is and i said i would like to incorporate that into the new logos if possible I would like to, I don't want to completely change the logo. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'd like to keep the arrow idea and the name and the colors. But if you think there's better colors out there, by all means, I'm, I'm open. <laughs> don't lie. You want a new logo because the Slovakian pigeon stole that old logo. What? I don't remember that. Okay, here we go. I don't know what that means, Joe Pro. So here is the first design that she sent back to me. 
So this is the first Barry on Deck logo that she sent back. And it incorporates, I guess, the B. That's a, that's a, let's get over here. Oops. It's got like, that's the B, I guess. I don't know if that's the D right there. And then those arrows. She shows the color schemes with the blue and then the navy and the white and how you can do it. I don't I don't dig the font a whole lot, but don't get caught up in the font. It's like buying a house, right? When you buy a house, you don't look at the, the paint on the walls and say, well, I'm not buying this house because this room is green. You can paint. Brandon says it looks like Pac-Man. Does it? I guess it does have a Pac-Man feel to it. Waka, 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 waka. Gives me a Charlie Brown vibe. Okay, that's a good, yeah. I see that, Sean. I see the Charlie Brown vibe. PB Dub said, meh. Jen doesn't like it. Christopher Reyes on Facebook doesn't like it. Amos says it looks like a financial company. Okay. Perry says not bad. All right, we got one decent vote. We got a maybe and a whole bunch of no's. Jen said I walked away from my house with that turquoise walls. Jen, you can paint, okay? So what I don't want you guys to get caught up in, I don't want you to get caught up in the font that she's used or the color scheme because we can change the colors. I want to add some of the gold that I use like on slides. Like if you you look at this Hall of Fame slide real fast, you can see that yellow that's there. I want to incorporate that into the new logo. So maybe that stripe down the middle there uh this this stripe that maybe that area could be yellow who knows right so that was number one that was the first logo a lot of no's not a fan marty says not a fan marcia 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 good to see you says eh donna says that that's exactly what i thought pac-man okay joe pro said charlie brown sweater joel says no um key said jen says no we all say no okay I mean, I want you don't vote because the way Jen votes. Jen's vote is important, but you guys vote if you like it or not. Okay. Sean says it's not bad. See, thank you, Sean, for being an individual and and standing on your own. Jen's gonna murder you. But other than that, D Modest says no. All caps. Justin said it looks like an oil company logo, way too formal and kind of basic. <laughs> Jose Jose said it reminds me of a gas station sign. Oh, that's pretty good, Jose. I see Charlie Brown. Can't unsee it. Okay. They don't like it. Move on. Oh, no. Listen, Jen. Don't. I got a wife already. I don't need you. I don't need you bossing me around. Oh, no. Stop it. Or Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Holding my vote until I see the rest. Oh, that's a, that's a good one, Robert. I like that. Way to be a, Way to be an adult about all this. Uh, okay, so that was logo number one. Logo number two. Now, I kind of dig the font a little bit more. But there's logo number two. <laughs> Jen's getting cocky, boy. <laughs> She's like, whatever, next. Oh, see, when she does that, I just, now it makes me not want to go now. Now, now because of that, we're going back to this logo. Now, here's the thing about this logo. <laughs> Did you know me well enough to know now when that's, uh, all right, so here, oh, look, what is this? Letter B plus letter D 
plus arrows moving forward. So I guess that's the B, like I said, and then that's a, oh, that the whole thing's a D. Ah, pretty sneaky, sis. Eric Resendez says, what the fuck is this? We're looking at logos, okay? We're looking at logos. So this was logo number two. Now, letter B plus the arrow moving forward. So it's Barry on deck, but there's, I got to be honest with you, this one gives me a very Airbnb vibe. Have you seen the Airbnb logo? It's got a very Airbnb to it. Um, Nope, number two. Okay. Um, Justin likes it. Justin says that's fire. Okay. I dig that. Logo one looks like a Homer Simpson hair back in the day. <laughs> okay, Eric. Uh, second one is better. I see B moving forward. First one is better than the second, says Terrence. Robert's looking. Demata says, hell no. Has a meta feel to it. Okay. Paul says, I feel like I should be contacting you with shipping needs with this one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Jen says, not a fan. Second one looks like a crypto logo. You're sponsoring the metaverse. <laughs> Eric says, eight out of 10. Brandon says, nah, Chris is a thumbs down. Did I miss anybody here? Number two is a little better, says Marty. Okay. So a little closer here. Now I got to admit, this is my second favorite. Number three is my favorite, but I don't want to sway you guys. I want your honest, honest opinion. But and she only sent me three, so I'm I'm like, man, do I got to spend another hundred bucks and get three more ideas out of her or out of somebody else? I like the arrow. I like that it's Barry, but I don't know that the like the chevrons in the logo are kind of. I don't know. This one, I just, the when I immediately saw this, I thought Airbnb. Let me uh, let me pull up the Airbnb logo real quick. Hold on. What, is, what, is, what just happened there? Let's see. Air, Airbnb logo. This was, this was the vibe I got, right? Let's see. Zoom out. Right? I mean, that's that's the vibe I get. It's almost like the Airbnb logo turned on its side. <laughs> Jose said, we're decorating the house, choosing drapes. I'll be in the back watching football, drinking. Nice. Uh, I feel like the idea of the second one, but not sure. Okay. I like first over second so far, but nope, because Jen said no. Keith, be a man. Jesus. So I prefer the OG logo so far. Okay. Perry said the first one for me. Yeah, I'm not committed to any of these. I'm not committed to any of these, but you definitely see the Airbnb logo now. The vibe I was saying. Okay. Now. He said not a fan of number two. All right. Well, here's number three. Ready? Here's number three. Now, I like this a lot more. It's kind of got a LeBron James feel to it a little bit. But you see the B, you see the D. No arrows as far as moving forward. But I kind of dig this. I'm not, I'm not, a, I, I'm, I don't hate this at all. Like, I, I don't hate this at all. I really don't. This bitch spelled my name wrong. 
just noticed this. This bitch spelled my name wrong. Okay. <laughs> I just noticed that. That is fucking hilarious. Oh, that is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, I kind of like, yeah, see, Marcia says that's got a sporty feel to it. I like that one. Um, uh, oh yeah, that's the G spot. Paul likes it. Okay, good. Let's see. Uh, number three logo, number two font. Okay. <laughs> Jen says I want a refund. <laughs> Uh, oh shit Barry on deck bank logo I see you oh is that a bank logo is that what that is Joel Blank would like this one the most that's not why why would Joel Blank like this one the most there's no J in this keep the old logo three looks better honestly I like your original idea better than all of these uh, I like this one the least wow Fidel's tough tough uh, I can't un- use that logo now or change. What is that? Or change your name to Barry. Oh. No, she can change these. Um, third is the best. Details. I'm a Joe Pro. The OG logo is better than all these. Number three reminds me of Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Holy shit. I got to go look. I got <laughs> zoom out. I got to go look at the Planned Parenthood logo now. Planned Parenthood. Hood. Oh fuck. Yeah. That's a that's a little bit. That's a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. I I mean I kind of see it. I kind of see it a little bit. It's not exactly, but I I I kind of see it. Uh Will said that. What's number four? That's it. That's all I got. She sent me three designs for, for the price. So Robert's order is OG, then two, then three, then one. Honestly, the OG logo says Awake Reaper. Um, Joel would like it because it says Barry. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Stick with the original. What I learned is Barry is better than the professional. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I kind of like this as maybe an alternative logo design thing here. I mean, like, I, I do kind of like that. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of this at all. Or this. I think we could work with this and, and figure out how to. I mean, this is okay. I just, I, I, it feels like a paperclip and it feels, it reminds me way too much of Airbnb. I, I don't, this isn't terrible, but it's not modern enough for me. Maybe if like the arrows, like she put two of them and it should only be one. But I know she did that to make the B. But like if that was rounded or something, I don't know. There's just, it's it's a, got a very clip art feel to it. As does this in a way. But I, I like the modernness of this. I like that it incorporates the B in the middle and then the D on the outside. Yeah. Dimata said it looks like an eyeball. What? Why don't you just let us deckheads submit a logo design for you? I mean, if you guys want to design a logo, feel free. 
All I'm really trying to do is modernize and update the existing Barry on Deck logo. And if there was some better ideas out there, I was all for it. But but I'll be honest. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that looks good. Despite the fact that my name is misspelled. Wake Reaver says, I'm telling you, it looks like a bank app logo. No, it doesn't. It looks more like J.J. Watt and LeBron James. Get your money back. Fuck you, Amos. <laughs> Joe Bro said, I think I can sketch you 12 ideas for a 12-pack. Okay. Nick says, OG. Donna still likes number two. Perry said, yeah, go and get your money back, pimp. Listen, all y'all can kiss my ass. This is This is the creative process, okay? This is the creative process. They're not going to nail it on the first try. Nobody ever does. I I like that, but okay. All right. Uh, that's the last time I share with you assholes. <laughs> nah, that was fun. Um, what is this? That's what kind of reminds me of Feral Gas Colors Propane Company. Look at the Chase Bank logo. Chase Bank logo. It looks nothing like the Chase Bank logo. Literally looks nothing like the Chase Bank logo. That's weird. You see it now, Donna? You don't see it. That is, there's nothing like the Chase Bank logo. Okay, now I'm going to have to pull them up again because you guys are weirdos. Absolute weirdos. All right, I'm not going back. I don't have the the tabs open anymore, do I? Oh, yeah, I do. All right, we'll do the Chase Bank logo. I'll I'll satisfy your stupid idea, Awake Reaper. Uh Uh-oh, what happened there? This is what Awake Reaper says this one looks like. Not even close. One's a stop sign. One's an eyeball. <laughs> That's not even close. It was because they're 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 in a rounded form almost. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I see it. The app. Shut up. Shut up, Chris. No one asked you. Punk ass Chris. All right, Donna, I put it back up. What do you think? Do you still see it? Oh, do they have it on their phone? I don't have the Chase banking app on my phone, do I? I think I have a Chase. I have a card. I was going to buy a fire pit. And, uh, oh, no, that's City. I don't have Chase. I don't know. Okay. Not the logo yet. Low because they're blue and white. Uh, oh, all right, let's let's this this got out of control. I'm gonna reel you guys in a little bit here. Um, close all this window down. Don't need that anymore. I have to get back to her. Tell her I don't like one and two. I kind of like three. Make the line yellow. Okay. Well, yeah. If you guys want to throw a logo, if you have an idea for a logo that you think would look good, I'm all for it. Don't get your feelings hurt in the creative process if I tell you I don't like it. That's all I'm going to tell you. I don't want no hurt feelings. I'm not watching your show now. You didn't pick my logo. I'm not doing all that. 
So if you submit, I'm going to tell you right now, as a creative, if you're going to get involved in the creative process with me, that's it's truth time. So if you send me some shitty ass logo that looks like you drew it with your left foot, I'm going to let you know this is awful. I don't know. No, thanks. So don't be sending me shit expecting not to get your feelings hurt is my point. If you're going to send me stuff. Joe Pro said, holy shit, it's almost four o'clock. Yeah, dude, today flew by crazy fast. Um, one thing that we didn't get to that I want to get to that we'll discuss pretty quickly. we got about eight minutes left. We did the LeBron James, uh, and we'll do a pink Shui update tomorrow, but I wanted to talk about the baseball hall of fame. 2022 hall of fame ballot is out. There are 13 first timers on the 22, 2022 hall of fame. Oh my God. House. <laughs> it's just going to be house naked. That's all. Uh, oh, Justin, you son, I love you so much. Uh, right after this, let me get to this and then I'll do it. You're the best. Uh, but here are your 13 first time um, Hall of Fame ballot uh, names. Carl Crawford, Prince Fielder, Ryan Howard, Tim Lincecum, Justin Morneau, Joe Nathan, David Ortiz, Jonathan Papelbon, Jake Peavy, AJ Przinsky, Jimmy Rollins, Alex Rodriguez, Mark Teixeira. I think there's names on here that will make it and some names that won't. Um, I think the first name that will, Justin Morneau, will eventually be uh, in the Hall of Fame, I do believe. Um, I think, obviously, Alex Rodriguez will. I'm not so sure about Mark Teixeira. But Alex Rodriguez isn't a first ballot Hall of Famer to me. And the reason is, is the steroids. In fact, however long you know some of these guys are having to wait, I, I suspect that that he's going to have to wait because he's actually been suspended for the shit. Some of those guys, it was questionable. So I honestly believe, so Awake Reaper says, will Ortiz get in? <laughs> I think he will. I think that David Ortiz will get in for a lot of reasons. And I think it'll be first ballot. I really believe that. I think that David Ortiz is beloved by the media. He's beloved by the voters. Let's look up. Let's look up Big Poppy's numbers. David Ortiz. Baseball reference. David Ortiz over his career had a 55 war, 541 home runs. So he's a member of the 500 club. 286 lifetime batting average, 1,700 RBIs, 1,400 runs scored, stole 17 bases. Um, Let's see where he ranks amongst designated hitters and first basemen. Mm, oh, I guess I could give you his other accolades. He was... Um, hold on, let me go to his wiki. That's easier. David Ortiz. His, the wiki uh, always has the better... Um, rundown of or list of accomplishments. I uh, played for two teams, the twins from 97 to 20 to 2002. And then the Red Sox from 2003 to 2016, 10 time all-star three world series championships. He was a world series MVP in 2013 ALCS MVP in 20, uh, 2004, seven time silver slugger award, two time AL Hank Aaron award winner, Roberto Clemente award winner, AL home run leader in 2006, Three-time AL RBI leader, retired his number with the Red Sox and is in the Red Sox Hall of Fame. David Ortiz will be in the Hall of Fame. I happen to believe, I happen to think 
that he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer because I think that the media loves David Ortiz. Also, when I just read you his home run numbers for throughout his career, once he got rolling after the 2000 season, his first double digit was 2000. Uh, he hit 10. So from 2001 until he retired in 2016, these were David Ortiz's home run numbers, including in Minnesota. 18, 20, 31, 41, 47, 54, 35, 23, 28, 32, 29, 23, 30, 35, 37, 38 at the end of his career. That's pretty good. I mean, you're designated hitter and your first baseman. You want power numbers. Those are power numbers. Those are legit power numbers. He had a 1.021 OPS in 2016, which led the league. He had a 620 slugging in his final season as a major leaguer, which led the league. He had 127 RBIs, which led the league. His 48 doubles led the league. And in his last year, in his retirement year, he was sixth in the MVP voting. <sighs> David Ortiz was really, really good. Led the league in RBIs a couple of times. Like I mentioned, walks a couple of times on base percentage in 2007. Jose said after Big Poppy got shot, his stock rose even more. I'm going to tell you when his stock, I think, peaked. I think when I think people liked David Ortiz, I think the general public knew who David Ortiz was, especially the general baseball public. Like if you watched baseball and you might watch David Ortiz play two, three times a year when he was playing your team, you'd be like, oh, he's good. You might hear a story or two about how people like David Ortiz. But the Boston Marathon, when David Ortiz went on the field and says, this is our fucking city. It was the Sammy Sosa flag around the outfield after 9-11 moment. And I think that that will also be taken into consideration when they vote for him. So if I had to pick one guy who I think might be a first ballot Hall of Famer out of those 13, I'm going David Ortiz. And I don't think Alex Rodriguez is getting in first ballot. Walt, I really don't. Walt said jokes are going to fly if David gets in and Alex doesn't. I think Alex Rodriguez, his numbers say he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No one ever accused David Ortiz of using steroids. Or maybe there was. I just didn't know about it. But Alex Rodriguez is in that Bonds, McGuire, Sosa grouping. That steroid grouping. And there's proof he did it. So I think at the very least, he's going to get in, but it's going to take a while. But I definitely don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer because of that. Statistically, on the field, gifted-wise, Alex Rodriguez is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He absolutely should be in. If you gave me a vote, steroids be damned, I'd put Alex Rodriguez in. Because a lot like Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, people forget, was a five-tool player. He wasn't as big and bulky, and the only reason he did it is because of McGuire and Sosa. But Barry Bonds was a five-tool Hall of Fame player before he ever injected a needle into his butt cheek or the cream or the clear or whatever he took, allegedly. Alex Rodriguez is the same guy. He's the same thing. Alex Rodriguez is a five-tool player with tremendous defense and an arm at shortstop. 
before he ever injected himself or took a steroid, allegedly. And he's been proven to. But baseball writers and people are going to hold that against him, for sure. Uh, Walt said, no, I agree, but don't they work together on TV now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be going to be hilarious. Yeah, if it happens, Poppy's never going to let him. But people like Big Poppy. People don't like Alex Rodriguez. And guess what? The people that vote are people. They look at Alex Rodriguez as smug, arrogant, and Big Poppy's like, hey, what's up? How you doing? They, they love that. They love him. He is in, 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 in these post games. Don't think that that doesn't weigh into it. I understand baseball writers are like, ah, no, I'm just looking at the, no, you, you care. You care about how that person is. That matters. So there's your um, 13 first ballot Hall of Famers. If you're curious about who else uh, was on the ballot and who else is, is on, um, let me pull this up here for you. Because I want you to see the rest of the story. So this is, get this shit, get this shit off of my screen. Let me try to close all this shit. This is all wonky. Anyways, here's your uh, holdovers. Kurt Schilling got 71% of the vote. It's his 10th year on the ballot. Barry Bonds is at 61%. Roger Clemens is at 61%. Do they mention? I forget. I think you need 75%. Uh, 10th final year. So the 30-player ballot is headlined by some huge names in their 10th and final year on the ballot. Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, and Roger Clemens, as well as notable newcomers, Alex Rodriguez and David Ortiz. As a member, in order to gain enshrinement, you need 75% of the turned-in ballots. Bonds has a ton of work to do. Clemens has a ton of work to do. And I'm telling you right now, both of those guys are Hall of Fame worthy. But because of the cheating allegations, they may not get there. Kurt Schilling at 71% might get in in his 10th and final year. I will be surprised if they keep Bonds and Clemens out of the Hall of Fame and maybe they just make them wait 10 years. But boy, how that would be huge. Huge. Uh, Scott Rowland at 52%. Omar Vizquel at 49%. Billy Wagner at 46 A lot of these guys have a lot of work to do. I, I suspect guys like Todd Helton. Um, excuse me, their numbers will jump up a little bit. Billy Wagner. There's Sammy Sosa, 17%. Manny Ramirez only at 28%. Manny, Manny Ramirez was a hell of a hitter. I loved watching Gary Sheffield bat. But again, all of these names are these names that were caught up in uh, in the uh, cheating scandals. So, Hey, before we get out of here, guys, I want to tell you about Dan's Seafood and Wings. If you want the best seafood in the city of Houston, do yourself a solid. Get over to Dan's Seafood and Wings. Two locations for you. One on the southwest side on South Gessner. One on the north northeast side on Uvalde. Nora actually hit me up this week. She's like, say, you're off this week for the rest of the week. Maybe we could do some Dan's. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. She loves it. It's the only place she'll eat shrimp. It's the only place she'll eat seafood. I love it. It's the only place I want to eat seafood. 
And don't just sleep on the, uh, the, I mean, obviously eat the seafood, but don't sleep on the wings. Don't sleep on the rest of that menu. Cisco loves the lo mein. And you're thinking, Dan Seafood and Wings? It doesn't say Dan Seafood and Wings and lo mein, but I'm telling you right now, even, hello, I have a nose edition, but even Nora had it and loved it. My, my sister-in-law, Nancy, had the lo mein, loved it. You're going to love the food. It's all amazing, all made fresh, all delicious. All made from people who enjoy doing what they're doing. They love bringing you some of the best seafood in the city of Houston, hands down. If you want good wings, good good fried rice, good lo mein, and good seafood, you want to go to Dan's Seafood and Wings. So, folks, whatever you're doing out there, put some Dan's in your mouth. As for me, I got work to do. I got to figure out how to do this green screen bullshit again in DaVinci Resolve. I got to put social icons on the chat messages so that when I put Perry's message on there, it's got the little YouTube logo or the, uh, when I put Erica, it's got the Facebook logo. Also got to make a headline intro. Greatest decade in the history of the world. Hey, I had a good time, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. I appreciate you being here every single day. I love you to death. I hope you know that. I appreciate you making this little time of ours a thing every day. Do me a favor. Do like Aaron J. Bryant said. Hit that like button on the way out for me, please. I know, Jen. That too. Um, the boss has spoken. Salad is great. Yeah. Uh, hey folks, appreciate you. Hit like, hit subscribe if you haven't. Come back, let's talk some more sports tomorrow. Where I'll be joined by Rachel Von Aranye of Houston Sports Show, my co-host. Alright, listen, until then, enjoy Monday Night Football. Jose, you be safe, buddy. Thank you, man. So until tomorrow, be safe. Be kind. Most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow.